Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 62 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and tasteful. Ooh. So, it's full of Ooh. taste. We have taste. And uh, before we get into these longer stories we have for you, we always cover a little bit of news for you. But for... Wait. Do you hear that? Ooh. I think I do hear that. What's that noise? Oh, it is Uh, my old roommate, Kyle LaMontagne. uh Uh-oh. Hey, guys. And uh, he he came into town just for a couple days before he goes over to... Where are you going, Kyle? Cambobo. Cambodia. So he's going to go to Cambodia to do some film stuff, so that's exciting. So Kyle does not have a story for us today, but he's just colored commentary. We we decided to do this maybe 10 minutes before the episode recorded. And he's one of the old veterans of this podcast, so we thought we'd throw him in there. You, know, you, you guys know. know him. You guys love him. We know you want more of him. I'm basically going to sit here, I think. Yeah, I think he's just going to like sit there. But <laughs> if he has anything to say, you guys are going to hear about it because uh, – he has a microphone in front of his face. and yeah, I, uh, I could jump in if I wanted. Yeah, you could. Don't. That's that the, sounds like a threat. That's the freaky thing about it. And speaking of freaky, I got our first news story for you. As uh, You can now ask to keep the tattoos and skin of a loved one when they die, apparently. What, are you going to make a football out of it? You well, it looks like they make a they hang it in like a little jersey, you know, shadow box, you know, something okay. like that. Yeah. So the, perfect the, for every man cave. This father and son, you know, tattoo artist, they were having a couple of beers, and they're like, "Man, tattoos are really important to us." Like, I wonder, like, the, I mean, it is an art form. It is no, but like, it also represents that person. Like that yeah. person's tattoos is like it hopefully reminds you of them. You know? Hopefully, it's a meaningful <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I guess you're right. But this big Captain Crunch it's, tattoo I have on my back is... Uh, it's a taco with a knife. <laughs> it's a taco with a knife. But um, they're having a couple of beers, and they're just like, man, what if like you were able to keep the tattoo? So now, apparently, before somebody is... Of course, it has to be cremated, because if you're going to have an open casket with like a, a suit on, you don't want like your whole back missing, I'm guessing. But they you, you think that they you do an open <laughs> casket face down with the suit uh-huh. off? No, but it just makes for a stickier casket. That's a sticky casket we got. That's a, that's a sticky <laughs> casket. But no, but basically they're like, well, we should just do this. So uh, they're, they're getting they're getting a, a lot of flack over this, you know, saving the the skin. So they they, they carve this your tattoo out and they like frame it, but they like treat you can it. make a purse out of yeah, it. Yeah, they treat it like art. So like they, they put over like. They, I don't know what they do for art, but they put over this lacquer. Yeah, they like lacquer it up or whatever. But they said they won't do. They want to keep it tasteful, as I said in the beginning. But um, so they're gonna season it. No, what is, <laughs> what is the two places that they won't take the tats off of? This is the only places. The eyes. There's the only the two? vagina. <laughs> I figured the genitals. And... It was Kyle's right. It was just too hyper specific. He said the eyes and the vagina. So it's the face and the in the groin area. They they won't take the tattoos off there. <laughs> so they'll they'll do it with some breastuses. I think they'll do your boobies. If you got some good tatties, what on about there. your dumper? 
Do my dumper. That's uncharted territory. I want you to skin my dumper. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this guy's name is Kyle, who's taking off these tattoos. So uh, how do we what know? Is he like Monster Energy? <laughs> Your name is Kyle. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's a lengthy process, and it takes a long time to get those tattoos um, exercised, as they say, at the funeral home. But th- you could hang your grandpa's back in your living room. What if uh, – I'm, so- I'm his peepaw. Oh, Grand Pepper. Grand Pepper, you uncultured swine. He's got a big pepper on his back. What if I wanted to attach an old – like, take on my grandma's tat and just switch it out with my leg patch? Is that like an organ? So it is. You got to make sure she's an organ donor. Yeah. Because you know yeah. skin is the largest organ on the body. Uh-huh. So the guy's I, like, you know, I could just probably just do the same tattoo for much cheaper. No, I want my grand, my grandma pepper skin. I want, yeah. I want, I want, my what? grandma has three good tats and I want them. But all. <laughs> the way promise one's on her vagina. See? <laughs> I'll take the how, good two. How do you know about that tattoo? <laughs> it's our family crest. Everybody knows about it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we should probably move on to the next story. Well, it's funny you talk about tattoos because my first story has to do with tattoos. And that would be man with his own name tattooed on his neck arrested for giving fake name. Okay. (laughs) Okay, there's a lot. But that's the thing. If, like, you got, like, a loved one and you want them, like, close to your throat, not your heart, but your throat, you get them on your neck, right? So it could have been his brother. He's got Matty B, almost (laughs) in Disney font. Right across the throat. Wasn't Maddie B like a like an eight year old rapper on YouTube? Yeah, H three did a video <laughs> yeah, on him. Yeah, <laughs> was no, it him? Was no. it him? What is his no, name? No, his name's Maddie B. I M-A- think that's Maddie B. M a t t y. I know you're. Ta- I thought it was. Well, Matt. he's older now, but this he probably this got it when Maddie B was on H three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, that is Maddie B. Is it him? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You you Google Maddie B and two YouTube videos comes up in the in. <laughs> Oh, okay. So there's three, okay. and the third middle one is definitely him when he is like maybe ten. Yeah. yeah. And the next one is it's him, prime. real like prime time Biebered up. Yeah, he had the big Bieber hair. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like now he's like. Oh, now he's Bieber. Oh, he. Oh, he's a good looking kid. And he's got a neck tat. N- no. And this, he's lying to no, the cops. No, no the this other guy has a Maddie B tat. Kyle, do you think that's Maddie B? I think he's probably a fan of the Matty B we're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah he looks like. You think it. he knows? You think you there? You think you ever talk shit to someone at the bar and someone's like, you know, you're, you should Google your your neck tat. <laughs> well, that's YouTube like, it. Well, that's my worst fear too. Is that like my name growing up is Tom Cruise and I'm like mm-hmm. 14 and then all of a sudden like Tom Cruise breaks on the scene <laughs> and everyone for the rest of your life's like, hey. um... Tom Cruise, like, there's a kid at my high school who was named, I'm not even fucking kidding you, his name was Austin Bowers. Is that a famous person? Austin Powers. Oh. oh. I just mean, like, it, for the rest well, of his... Well, it's not that bad. For the, yeah, but for the yeah. rest of his life, he gets, like, oh, like, Austin Powers, and he's like, yeah, yeah shut the fuck up. Like, well, my my buddy Sam, his dad's name is uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, that's Goes bad. by Mike Jackson, but if you do the math there, that means my buddy's name is Samuel Jackson. Oh yeah, he oh, is Samuel L. Jackson. Damn, they're both named after prominent and they both look just like slash them. white people. Mm-hmm. They both look just like. They them. all like NASCAR equally the same. Oh, they're white. Yeah, oh. they don't look anything like him. Oh, but yeah, he, it's Mike. It's Mike Jackson, not Michael. Yeah, that's not, okay. Like Michael Myers. I also grew Austin up, Powers. I, one of my sister's friends. Her dad's name was Jeff Gordon when Jeff Gordon was like that. Real fucking hot. sucks. That sucks, right? That's Does no it? good. 
Yeah, probably. Can't yeah. you just go by your middle name? That's you why you always have your middle name when you give it to a kid as like the second parachute. Imagine <laughs> where you're like, "Fuck, the first name didn't work." <laughs> <laughs> like Sorry. Dick, like like naming yeah, your like kid Dick, Dick wasn't a penis when I named him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Just... That's why you don't name his middle name like Leandro. <laughs> you name his next name like Jerry or something. All right, a you got fallback. another. You got another story. Dick Leah Leandro Jackson. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to the next one. As creationist Ken Ham, that's a bad name. Creationist <laughs> Ken Ham wants you to threaten kids with eternal hell on Halloween. So this creationist, <laughs> I knew Kyle would like that one. So creationist Ken Ken Ham, he he, we might have seen this. It's uh, it was on a show called Dark Tours. I always bring this up, but he he runs Noah's Ark theme attraction in Kentucky, which I think is that giant Noah's Ark that they have. That's like a museum that you could go on. But he wants you to. Uh, he's encouraging his followers to hand out gifts on Halloween, and his gifts. Oh, wait, let me read this. Um, it's really good. Ham suggests giving away the items he sells, including. Fake million-dollar bills with pictures of things like a T-Rex or Noah's Ark on the front and and warnings of eternal damnation on the back. And uh, the That's back, actually so cool. Yeah, so the back reads, Have you ever lied, stolen, or used God's name in vain? Um, if so, you've broken God's law. The penalty for your crimes against God is death and eternal hell because God is holy and just. And he's like, I think you should hand these out to kids because kids love these. He tweeted or something like that. So, um, so, and these are the cool. Look, they're they're million dollar bills and they got a cool T Rex poking out the front. He's oh, roar. he's not poking. He's straight up tearing. I honestly would bill. really like that. Yeah, but the whole damnation. I want like a whole wallet full of that. It's weird because it says Dino Bucks on the front, but like, what does that even have to do with? Can like, you is buy that... Dino Nuggets with Dino Bucks? Oh, oh, you know what? Creationists think that dinosaurs were created at the same time as man, and they were on mm-hmm. Noah's Ark. So I think the dinosaurs is like, kids like them, and they're part of our religion. I'm going to put them on a bill. I thought they were a uh, test, like they were a lie. Yeah. And no. then the creationists are like, yeah, you got to see past the dinosaurs. They're no, trained. creationists believe, like in the Noah's Ark episode of Dark Tours, in one of the cages, they had like llamas, they had giraffes, and then one of them was dinosaurs. They had like Must different types of boat. dinosaurs uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Them so, dinosaurs be big. Yeah. So yeah. They, I mean, they deserve their own boat. They deserve their own bill. And it should have a million dollars on it. <laughs> yeah. So that just scared the shit out of kids on Halloween. You imagine how terrifying that'd be. To get a dollar that says I'm going to hell? No, to have a piece of paper that was worth $1 million. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I'd be like, going I know to... none of us would ever touch that thing, but I'm just saying the stress of having that on it's you. It's like a lottery ticket. I wouldn't want win, that. You know? It's like that, it's like that little Bow Wow movie where he gets a lottery ticket, but it's like, like my ticket out of here. Like Mike? No, it's where he gets the lottery ticket, but then like the, the ticket, the 7 Eleven's closed for the weekend, so he's got to survive the whole weekend with this lottery oh, ticket, yeah. and everyone starts finding out about it. Remember then, that one time a uh, little Bow Wow posted a picture on Instagram? It was of a little him. Romeo. Fuck, I get them mixed up. Oh. It was Romeo, not Bow Wow. <laughs> well, I was going to say there was that one time little Bow Wow posted that picture of him getting on a private jet. Like long after his fame, and then someone like just searched private jet and was like, "Hey, the same photo comes up if you Google See, private jet." Nope, that's little Romeo. <laughs> See, that's where you drop the ball. See, I did the Sound same confused. thing. Confused. That was little Romeo. He's been faking his life, but he's like the Mandela effect. Exactly. I don't know what's going on anymore. Anyway, do you have one more for me? I or? do. Uh, mother of forty-four kids banned from having any more children. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Where's she so, from? 
Uh, <laughs> Do you want to go give her a couple kids? I'm just saying. Uganda? I don't know where they banned well, kid making. Ugandan so, have too many kids. Just so, just so we're aware, um, I'd like to say I, I, cl- I quickly looked at this page and it says uh, when she was 39 years old, she was abandoned by her husband, and she had to support 38 children by herself. So when she was 39, she had 38 children. Honestly, That's she had a year. Talk about scary. You talk about million dollar bill scary. Like imagine fucking raising 38 kids by yourself. She has had five. No, she's had six sets of twins and four sets of triplets and five sets of quadruplets. What? So she can't even tell which ones are which. She's like a spider. Probably not. That is insane. And now I'm realizing this could be a story of its own. Are you fucking kidding me? What's I want to see a picture of her. She, she had her first she, she had her hot? first pair of twins she had her first pair of twins when she was 13 years old she was sold off and married at the age of 12 oh this is sad that's sad oh. but what are the odds of having six pairs of twins she started uh, four pairs of triplets and five sets of i like how it goes into sets that's how it's yeah. yeah i was gonna say she starts with a low number she had twins and now she's having triplets five and... quadruplets yeah how many oh, ones did dinging. she have just we like dumb. a single baby at a time turn we off had sound. turn off your sound i'm sorry that, that wasn't me right well no. I, yeah no that was me it's because my my text thing actually stopped working my computer file and i just fixed it and i forgot no one cares about this this isn't spooky i know anyway well not my mama that's a lot of kids <laughs> Oh man, Christmas is fucking hectic. <laughs> yeah, I got the left sock. <laughs> What'd you get, right sock? Anyway, this three-legged foot race is gonna be fun this year. So I think we're all caught up on news. And um, before we get into these longer stories, we'd like to shout out Spring Hill Jack, our sponsor. Woo-woo. If you guys want any delicious coffee soon, because you know what? It is October. It's the spookiest time of the month. And it's also getting cold. I don't know where you're living. But it's not here. Not it feels like a fucking furnace it's in here. It's fucking 90 Because someone left their oven on. I left my oven on. I cooked vegetables, though, so that's like a plus. Shut up. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so if you guys want some good coffee, go check out Spring Hill Jack. It's getting cold wherever you're at, probably, except for the Southern Hemisphere, which is now it's becoming summer. But still, get some. Get some coffee because coffee's good all year round, especially when it's cold. So go check out Spring Hill Jack. They got good prices, good coffee, good people. God, uh, have it your way, Burger King. That's good, right? Uh, you know, they got that new Imp- Impossible Burger. Spring Hill Jack? <laughs> yeah. Let's put that pressure on them. They got, you guys are making burgers you guys, now. Sorry. They're unveiling it in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, give, give them an ultimatum. <laughs> anyway, okay. That's Figure our, it out. That's our, that's our ad Espresso today. Espresso Impossible Burger. <laughs> so, so let's get into these longer stories for you here today. Now, usually I have these questions just for David, but since Kyle is here as well, I'll ask you. Have you ever had a New Year's resolution that you fully completed? You know, like one whole year to both of you. Um, do you guys ever have anything, you know, that you completed in a whole year? Um, love more, laugh more. <laughs> Live more. Live more. That's good. Did, yeah. you, did you complete it in an entire year? Yeah, I I loved it. I loved it. I lived, but I forgot how to laugh. <laughs> right around May, it's hard to keep them all going because your laughing goes up, your living goes down, your loving goes 
Oh, two ways to nowhere. It's like it's like social life, sleep, and school. Am I right, guys? You could have two, but not the third. Mm-hmm. Or just do no uh, one performance enhancing drugs like I do. <laughs> okay, David. I just don't have any comment about any. There of this. we go. Okay. Well, I mean, well, I'll continue with my story. I mean, something like maybe try to go to the gym three days a week. Maybe read more. Maybe stop stealing my neighbor's bills, opening them, filling their envelopes with tasteful artistic new drawings of Chef Boyardee, stealing them, ba- uh, sealing them back up, and then frantically trying to shove the mail through the mail slot while the dog on the other side of the door cries. You know, like things that make you a better person. You know, like those things. You know you just need an iron and some steam to open a letter and then close it back up. I thought you put it in the freezer. Oh, to close it back up. You iron it close. Okay, I've heard you to open it. You put it in the freezer and it like pops open. <laughs> we're, we're Why are you people, talking about <laughs> letters so much? I don't know. That just because we're felons. It was part of my fucking story. So, well, most of us. <laughs> Kyle asking the questions everybody listening is wondering. <laughs> so, well, most of us want to change for the better. One man in particular in 1912 had a very different plan. From January to December, a man followed through with his plan to do something he had not done the prior years, something he had thought of as exciting and exhilarating, but others found repulsive and terrifying. This is the story of Cayetano Santos Godino, but you might know his name, you might know him by his nickname, El Petiso Orejudo, the Big-Eared Midget. I'm not kidding. That's his serial killer name. Yikes. (laughs) Not very PC, but yeah. No, it happens. Sorry for laughing, guys. I didn't mean to. Like our friend Kyle over here just addressed, you know, um, we are using the M word in this podcast. Um, We don't like to use it. We like to use the LP word, little person. But this is his nickname. It's the Big Eared Midget, which um, I was reading some Reddit posts and a, a a couple Argentinian people were like, Oh, I didn't know who the serial killer was by like the name, and I was like, I don't even know who this is. They're not famous. And then they heard the big eared midget, and mm-hmm. they're like, I know exactly who it is. He's famous, but he's only known by that. So we just uh, call him Beam. What Beam? Like the B E M B E M Beam? The, the B E M. <laughs> yeah, we should that just like call a him the bowel movement. What, what was that Roll Doll book? The B F G. Big friendly giant? Big fucking giant? Oh. <laughs> Big fucking giant. So let's get into the story of uh, Cayetano, who I will just call Godino because that's his last name. Godino. So Cayetano Santos Godino was an Argentinian serial killer better known for his nickname, El Petiso Arejudo, the big-eared midget. Godino was one of eight boys in his big family, which it's not that big. Not that big no more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of fucked up my story by saying that 44 kids. Um, but uh, being, you know, one boy in a group of eight in a big family um, meant that there's there's some struggle to receive attention. And when he did receive attention uh, from his parents, Fiore Godino and Lucia Rufo, um, it was often in the form of abuse because his parents were full-blown alcoholics, which was um, 
bad. problematic to say the least. Yeah, uh, that usually doesn't add to much yeah, good stuff. They they hit they they beat him a lot. So Godino also experienced serious uh, serious childhood health problems due to the fact that he had contracted syphilis from his father since Godino was conceived under the illness. I feel like syphilis comes up a lot in a lot of our stories. Yeah, I feel like we need like people need to acknowledge that more that maybe this that's well, something that's a little well i don't, I don't think know. people get it anymore am i wrong in saying that like, i think it's it's now easily um like treatable it, yeah because like i know um al capone had syphilis and yeah. it like eats at your brain and it kind of makes you crazy and it makes you sit on a diving board and stare at the water all day that's what he did yeah oh i didn't know that i knew that he heard ghosts in his cell of people that he murdered and they said that was because of the syphilis eating his brain so maybe so i mean but that sucks it was hard to write that sentence without saying that like his father gave him syphilis and like not explaining the fact that it was through conception. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't do. He didn't do nothing. So another issue that Godino suffered from, um, it wasn't if it wasn't obvious by his nickname was his height and his ears. <laughs> now I couldn't find how tall Godino was, but dwarfism is generally defined as being four ten and under. And he also had Adam Driver-sized ears with no long locks to cover them puppies up. So Godino was teased a lot. You put those ears on a small frame, and boy, they're going to shine. Yeah, I mean, have you seen Adam Driver's ears? Well, his head's gigantic, so they look like... I don't know how tall he is, but like... He's pretty tall. But he's got like some hair. His head is clean two feet across. What? (laughs) Are you talking about from ear to ear or from cheek to cheek? Uh, That's a good good question. (laughs) Diagonal. You you go bottom left chin to bottom his, right cranium. His uh yeah yeah his hypotenuse is very yeah. is about two feet long. Oh, Adam Driver is six two. Okay, so like his ears look a little bit more normal, but this oh. guy had like big. So was Bill Murray. He Sorry. had whoa. Bill Murray's tall too. <laughs> everybody. So, but yeah, he had these big honking ears on a four ten frame, which was you know maybe even shorter than four ten. Honestly, yeah. I looked up in all these like. Articles he had to have been shorter than 4'10", because I feel like you wouldn't gain that name unless you were, I, like, to the extreme smallest. 4'10 well, is the tallest you could possibly yes. be. Yeah. And I Googled height in Spanish, to, uh, Adura, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah. And I could still couldn't find his height on any Spanish websites either, or Argentinian websites. Do they speak Spanish? Oh, my God. I'm, yeah. That's why I couldn't figure that out. So, um, and also, by the way, he is way too odd looking to be a serial killer, because... Like the description will get you every time, you know. Well, I, that was a side note that it'd I wrote. Be easy to spot. Very easy to spot. Not if he doesn't leave any uh, survivors. That's true, but still, like, not great to see like a you know four foot guy flapping away on his ears like Dumbo and flying away and all the kids throwing popcorn at you and the licorice and the. The licorice. You know, Tim Burton there trying to remake it, and everyone's like, don't do this, Tim. And Tim, like, mm-hmm. put your notebook away. Stop it. <laughs> so they tried to get Godino for the role, but... Can you just wear a different color than black, Tim? <laughs> so, so at this point, Godino was probably filled with anger, and it began to show immediately as a child, because Godino secretly began to kill cats and birds and enjoyed playing with fire. It's always the first step. Which are two of the signs of the future serial killer in the McDonald triad. You guys know the third one is there's Um, there's torturing animals we've talked about this before yeah starting fires and racism (laughs) no no uh it's uh wetting the bed that's it i always forget the way that's like the easiest of the three to get 
Says you. Like I've gotten that one. <laughs> I heard a radio ad today that was about sweating the bed and about sweaty sleepers. I've sweated. Oh, I've, I, I, I've sweated I am a, in my bed. I'm a big time sweaty sleeper, but I've never like thought of it as like a thing. The way the radio ad went, it was like, "Have you been sweating the bed?" <laughs> and they made it seem like I'd been pissing the bed. Like I should feel really bad about just being really warm when I sleep. Yeah, and I was like, "This fine. is a shitty sales." technique for you to make me want to buy your mattress because i'm not going to sweat in it was this like a big block of ice with a sheet over it basically that sounds kind of nice it does sound nice i thought they're gonna give you a pill (laughs) try la vitra it'll be cold all day but eat this pill it will make you a serial killer it's just an ice cube (laughs) so um after um experimenting with those he had began having violent outbursts towards oh what the fuck did i just write Oh, <laughs> after experimenting with those, you know, fire and killing birds and Sometimes they'd, cats. They, it was one and the same. Well, yeah, but after that, he began having violent outbursts, outbursts towards people he knew as well. Um, when he was seven years old, Godino beat two-year-old Miguel de Palio and threw him into a ditch. But luckily, a nearby officer saw this and led the children to the police station where their mothers picked them up a few hours later. It was also, it was, but it was only a year later when it began to escalate as Godino beat Anna Neri, a child in his neighborhood, with a stone, and police had to intervene again, but Godino was released from jail to do his young age, which is crazy because he just beating, like, children, and, like, not, like, in, like, a, I want to say a playful beating way, but, like, he's beating them up and throwing them in ditches and, like, using rocks, and, like, I feel like that's, like, I mean, it's 1912, so I'll cut him a little slack, but, like, you shouldn't know, be doing it. You shouldn't, yeah, it's like yeah. kids will be kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, also he was not too smart, so he got moved around to a lot of schools, which probably did not help with his big ears and height and violent tendencies. And he was just like kind of a, a mishmash of, of horribleness at this point, you know? So You ever tried double-sided tape? Um, yeah, I think I've given it 19, a shot. 1912. <laughs> 1912, you can't pin your ears back as well, but yeah. we will get into that later. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. I was so, hoping you'd cover a pin back. <laughs> so when Godino was 10, he began to take up a new hobby, but this one would not stay a secret for long. Ooh, Kyle, you're going to love this one. You spilled the beans. Godino was caught by his mother masturbating compulsively and was immediately out of <laughs> Why me? Because Kyle has a thing or two about this. So he was immediately outed to the police. See, at the can you imagine your mom calling the police because she caught you jacking it? Yo, listen to this. Never, not the cops. (laughs) Listen to this. Never take me alive. At the time in Argentina, pulling your putts was seen as illegal. But I mean, it's super easy to not get caught. What a shitty country. Well, it's super easy to not get caught. So like, fuck. Like, I don't even feel bad for Godino. Like, all you had to do was like, just like lock the door well if you didn't have locks just like put your back against the door i never get caught even by people that won't turn me in (laughs) i'm just i just get caught by people who are ashamed of me i leave the door wide open come on kyle i'm not gonna throw you in the clake tonight really i'm bad really the church bathroom really (laughs) really of all places so um really papa john's really so uh godina spent two months in jail 
from the snitching from mom, which I can only guess angered him even more. So mm-hmm. he just oh, yeah, he I just, wouldn't be happy about a snitch out. He just full of like anger and cum, and he doesn't want to do with all no, of he's it. He's not full he of cum sh- anymore. We finally hit that mark in the podcast. What, dude? That you said the sentence. He was so full of anger and cum. <laughs> I feel like that's most of these serial killers anyway. To so the brim, whatever. So seven years later. Uh, is when January of 1912 rolled around and 16-year-old Godino was ready to start his crime spree. Like I said, this guy only, he only ran for this crime spree for a year before getting caught. So this whole year was very, you know, he was booked. I couldn't get coffee with him if I tried. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, Keep a hand over that coffee cup. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what do you want underneath that table? You want some creamer? (laughs) (laughs) He's a little nut. So on January 17, 1912, Godino set fire to a warehouse in Corrientes Street. Uh, When he was arrested, he told police, I like to see firemen working. It's (laughs) nice to see how they fall into the fire. You're like, oh, that first sentence was kind of cute. And the second (laughs) sentence was, uh, are you jacking off underneath the table right now <laughs> during this interview? I'm playing fireman. So, so as we could tell, like... I'm not at all sneaky. He's also uh, no. a BEM, and he's, he's doing all this He's stuff. a BEM. He's a big BEMer. He's I mean, <laughs> he would be noteworthy even if he was just a normal BEM, but he's also one that's talking about killing firemen. Hitting kids with rocks, starting yeah. fires. No, he never said he liked to kill firemen. He just likes to watch them die. Yeah, that's true. Well, but, he started the fire, so that would be him, him killing Oh, uh, Okay, true. But I'd put him on like a list of like, he could... He, he could shell a person to a fire, yeah. If we're yeah. like looking to find out who did the fire, maybe it's like, the big BEM that is commenting about how he likes that they die. I feel like if he tried to shove you into a fire, it would be that like when rock somebody... hard BEM. Well, I feel like if he tried to shove you into a fire, it'd be like when people run up to you and like knock your knee out from under you, and you just kind of like fall backwards a little bit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's not very tall, so you know he's just pushing. Oh, like, come on, he's pushing backs of knees at this point. What? I'm not allowed to Don't make pick fu- the low-hanging fruit. Oh. And that's a good attack. He's a serial killer. And yeah, <laughs> ha, 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 low-hanging fruit. You but make seriously, what would jokes. you do? Okay. Back and knees is a fine option. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I get a trampoline. So on January 26, 1912, Arturo Larano, 13, was found dead in an abandoned house as well, which apparently they pinned on him. A few months, but he didn't get caught at the time. This was later. So a few months later, on March seventh, nineteen twelve, Godino set fire to the dress of Reina Vanikov. Oh, that's a bad last name, <laughs> Vanikov, who was only five years old, and she did not recover from this fire uh, from her wounds, and she dies some days later. She's in the dress, which is fucking crazy. He's like doing all this horrible shit. Like I don't know if they pinned the murder in the house on him, or they found out later. But I mean. Like, yeah, he's be, fucking people setting dresses on fire. I'd be kicking him out way sooner than you that. You would be not allowed in my play place. So in late September 1912, so now we're coming to the end of the year. He took some time off because it's exhausting to murder that many people. So uh, he set fire to a railway station, though the fire was extinguished without extensive damage. So that was a close call. On November 8, 1912, he tried to choke eight-year-old Roberto Russo. Uh... He was also arrested and charged with attempted murder, but was released until the trial. So he still had a couple more months. And on November 16, 1912, he assaulted a three-year-old, Carmen Gitoni, who suffered minor wounds before a police officer intervened and Godino ran off. 
On November 20th, 1912, he kidnapped two-year-old Carolina Noeliner, who cried out and was rescued by a neighbor. Later in the same month, he set fire to two large sheds, but the fires were quickly extinguished. People know he's doing this. Yeah. Yeah. But he's 16, so like... He's 16 years old? Yeah, he's only 16. And he's... Like four feet tall. Yeah, but he's killing like he's killing like three year olds and five year olds and eight year olds. Thinking like I'm impressed that he's able to like kidnap a person and do all this like See, shifty stuff. But he went from like one week, like he went from like cats and birds who are like helpless to like children who are helpless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's going after like David said, low hanging fruit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. I mean, he's like. He only has like a fifty percent success rate at this point. Oh, that's not that good. He's just like trying to strangle people, and people He's are like, "What are you doing?" Up. And he runs away. So on December third, nineteen twelve, Godino was eighteen months. Uh, eight, Godino saw eighteen-month-old Jerusalem Giordano. I'm bad at that. Boy, we're really bad at names. Yeah, it's Jesualdo Giordano. That's really bad. I don't seems know. Fine. That yeah. seems like a name. Sounds the name. Yeah, that's the name. Uh, he saw the eighteen month year uh, eighteen month year old playing outside his house and offered to buy the boy some sweets to convince him to go with him. Providing a few sweets, then offering more, Godino looked uh, Giordano. Uh, he took him to a country house. And uh, when they were inside, he threw him to the floor and uh, unsuccessfully tried to choke him with his belt, um, which is kind of a, another weird thing. He's not good at he killing. He sucks. At he this. sucks. He's not good. It's eighteen month old. He's not but good he's at this. All motivation. He has like a lot of drive to keep going. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. I think he just he's really inspirational in a lot of ways. <laughs> he's like he's like the Tony Robbins of BM yeah. Argentinians. It's like if he could do it, I can do it. So then he cut his belt and tried uh, and tied his hands and legs, uh, the 18 month year old, and he started beating him and considered hammering his head, which I was like, what does that mean? So he went and he left. Beat his head with a hammer. No, even worse. He left the house looking for a nail and saw Godino's father, the child that he had kidnapped's father, to whom he said he did not know where the child was. He then re-entered the house with the nail and he hammered it into the side of Giordano's skull and hid the corpse. The body was found by by the father minutes later at 8 p.m. and Godino went to the wake and touched the skull where he had fixed the nail. So he showed up at the kid's wake the very same day and was like touching where he killed him, where he put the nail in his head. And at 5.30 a.m. that next morning on December 4th, he was arrested by police confessing to his crimes. Yikes. Yeah, it's like pretty disturbing. But like I said, I wanted to go into like the uh, uh, just this little sentence about his ears. Remember I said the pin back? Because prison doctors, after he was caught, uh, thought the evil in him was stored in his big ears. <laughs> I'm sorry, doctors? Doctors. I'm do- doctors. These are doctors. So they thought they... Can I be a doctor there? These are 1912 <laughs> doctors. I mean, they, okay. they're basically janitors at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, they thought the evil was stored in his big ears, so they shortened them surgically, hoping that it, uh, he, he would change, but of course it didn't work. That shit is unreal. It's fucking... How could you <laughs> ever think that that could possibly fix this? I mean, if you're the only guy in your neighborhood with, like, giant ears, and you're also the only guy in your neighborhood who's murdering people, like, I bet they're just like, maybe, but maybe he also asked, like, can you fix these ears? If well, anything, they're making them more aerodynamic and quicker to get away. But they True. crossed it off the list. They're like, all right, it's not the ears. 
They they check. Let's long and let's let's put, them, put them on stilts. <laughs> let's like long lengthen them out real quick. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's stretch this puppy and see if he gets kind. <laughs> He's a kind long man now. <laughs> so on January fourth, nineteen thirteen. Uh, that very next January, uh, he entered a reformatory where he tried to kill some of his inmates, which is kind of cute. Like Bold. In, those inmates are probably pretty big. Uh, <laughs> but he's also in a reformatory, which is like a, you know, is that a, is that a prison or is that like an insane asylum? It's probably more of a, it's probably more of an, ins- uh, an asylum. It's probably more to help than it is to like punish it says an institution to which youthful offenders are sent as an alternative to prison oh so it's a reform school yeah so so they are still kids so he tried to kill some of his inmates uh some of the inmates uh but uh because they weren't 18 month olds exactly they were probably even bigger than him at like age 14 so because medical reports declared him insane the judge discontinued the case and ordered him to stay in the reformatory because they wanted to move him to prison they're like he's trying to kill everybody and they're like no keep him there but on november 12 1915 a couple years later an appeal was approved ordering him to move uh, to be moved to a jail on november 20th and uh here's my last little paragraph on march 28 1923 godino was transferred to ushuai penitentiary and throughout 1933, he spent some time in the hospital for a, be- uh, for a beating he suffered from inmates after he killed two of their pet cats. And from uh, 1935 onwards, he was always ill and received no visitors until he died in November 15th of 1944. And some say from it was from internal bleeding caused by gastritis, a gastritis outbreak, while others say it was under suspicious circumstances. Yeah. So I don't really know what gastritis is, inflammation of the stomach lining maybe or something, but yeah. he's also suffering from syphilis like all the time, mm-hmm. so he was constantly sick. Yeah, you forget that he was definitely suffering from... Do you think that syphilis had something to do with like his brain? 100%. Like, 100%, yeah. yeah. So well, that, also like, he was a little piece of shit, so someone could have just <laughs> kicked him in the stomach really hard and killed him. That's true. That's yeah. my theory. Yeah, because he, he, he got a bad beating from No, no, I was cats. saying that the... That these the syphilis contributed to the, the serial killer, the, yeah, the crimes, the murders he did, a hundred percent. That's I think terrifying. That's that makes me so scared of syphilis. Getting yeah, <laughs> I wasn't afraid of it until now. She's like, I have a I almost welcomed it. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is weird because it's like it's that whole nature versus nurture thing. Is like nature is syphilis. <laughs> nature. <laughs> quote me, quote, quote me on that. Okay. You ever walk through the woods? You're like, wow, syphilis is beautiful. Nature is syphilis. It's blooming this no, time of year. No, but like nature is syphilis, and then like his parents, his parents like beating him, and like all this childhood trauma of making fun of him is that is nurture. You know no, I'm I mean? almost so. positive. Almost every single serial killer was beaten as a child. Yeah, most of them were. They had head trauma. So yeah. I guess the syphilis is the head trauma at this point. But yeah. In the end, I just want to remind everyone that no matter what you look like or what you do or where you're from, just remember to not be a dwarf serial killer from Argentina because you might be forever known as the big ear midget. So, Boy, I don't want that. You yeah, know, you I can... feel like that was just, just an offensive... <laughs> Well, well, I also saw. I liked it because we said BEM most of the time out of respect, but you have to like. It's like when McGonagall at the end was like, his name is Voldemort. (laughs) 
she says it one time. Exactly. It's just like, right. but also at the same time, like we're respecting LPs everywhere, but we're also we want to kind of shit on this guy a little bit because he tried to strangle eighteen month year olds with a so belt. So it's okay to use a slur on this guy. I, I would guess say so. we should slur him up. He's a murderer. slur him up. But, but also, like, I didn't create the nickname. No, and... no, no, no. For sure, I get it. But no. you're also and you insulting. can't end it without saying it again. You got to say his name. Yeah, that's like one last time. That's that's his selling point. Yeah, you pull a McGonagall on that guy. You Bem, <laughs> get over here, Bemhead. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, right. that's my story. So I'm gonna start mine because um, I know we only have Kyle for too much longer until he's gotta hop in an Uber and head yeah, to the airport. Pro- probably like 20 men. Maybe I could stay till a little longer. Maybe do we'll it. See. So to kick this story off, let me ask you guys some questions. Like sometimes we like to do a little feedback. Do you guys like babies? I love babies. Love them. Uh, do you like guns? No, not really. Are they together? Do you like guns? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've never I shot them. one. I but love them. Yeah, and cool. do you guys like border controls? The, like the control panel that they use at the border? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, this story contains all three, making this a pretty patriotic story, if you ask me. It sounds Because yeah. 4th of July is right <laughs> around the corner. It sounds like a controversial story. <laughs> but... No, we don't really talk much about border control. It's just... Okay. <laughs> so yeah, in, in just trying to dodge politics I'm right ready. now. Yeah, I just thought it'd be funny to see you guys squirm. Uh, so late April of 2017, a border control officer in Arizona named Dennis Dickery. Mm-hmm. That's a bad name. It is. Um, which I feel like that's actually a typo. I think it's. I think it's Dicky. What are you guys doing in that shed? You guys up up all that Dickery in there? Dennis Dixon. Yeah, it's Dennis Dicky. Dennis Dixon is Daryl Dixon, true athlete. Yep, it's I mean, yeah, it auto it uh, it auto corrected Dickery. It's Dennis Dicky. So um, he okay. was this guy Dennis Dicky. He was a fanatic of social media. Oh, one of those. Oh, he loved it. He bought into every trend, and this all started um, with planking in 2011. Yo, he <laughs> he, he started in planking. That was a bad place to start. I was thinking of bringing it back yeah. soon, actually. So uh, when Dennis saw his neighbor boys uh, planking in trees on park benches and that <laughs> one big green electrical box that every neighborhood has, you know the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go and you drink by it. Perfect mm-hmm. to plank on. Yeah. Uh, Dennis said to himself, huh, what are those silly kids doing? That looks like a low effort and stupid. I, I think I can try it. <laughs> That's such a dicky move. So... Uh, before Dennis knew it, he was planking everywhere. Nobody could stop Dennis, not even his wife. Well, he, well, he was married. This yes. Is, this is a grown man planking in the park? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, he loved planking. Wow. That's cool. And uh, so uh, Dennis was quick to jump on every social media trend at this point. And, you know, he was dumping water on his head to fight illnesses. He was flipping half-full water bottles on his 800th try, then proceeding to scream, First try, let's go, over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> Now, I like it. Now he's a plank that I wouldn't mind putting a nail through his head. Am I right, guys? Yeah, maybe a little varnish. <laughs> We're going to varnish him up. So uh, I'm not sure if any of this actually happened, but there's one thing I know for sure that happened, and that is Dennis and his wife, expecting a child, were quick to jump on a social media trend, <gasps> which managed to stick around. You know which one that is? Yo, I... Wait... I don't want to guess because 
like this is kind of coming back. Kyle, you guess. Alex really good at guessing, and I'm, I feel like he always guesses the it's ending. It's pretty of fucking obvious. I don't know why you. guys I'm really are... bad at guessing, so I could guess. And then you want me to it, guess? It'll be fun for the guests. They have a child coming. It's a social media trend. Uh, oh, oh, the 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 Babies. hitting the balloon, but like hitting the baseball with the baby. Oh color. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like somebody got shot in the chest or some shit. No, like no, no. That. Oh, okay. But what is that? Um, that was uh, these social media people that's in like Mexico. That he tried to he tried that's to show. Not, no, that's not what I'm. Yeah, but he tried <laughs> to show that he could he could survive getting shot with like uh, a book in front of him, and it this, went, no. went through the book. That's it, not what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. What is what? It, what <laughs> <laughs> this this question I thought would get an immediate answer. They're gonna have a get kid. What is the book. what is the very big trend that people do when they're gonna have a kid? The gender reveal. Thank you for fuck's sake. A reveal. I thought you meant like a social media platform like babies.com. No, no, babies. no. I just mean the stupid videos people post of gender reveals. Yeah. So um, gender reveals. Yes. So I'm <laughs> I'm assuming most people are aware of what this is, but for the people who are not who are not aware and are that are confused. It's a trend that has swept the nation of videos of violent displays of action to reveal a color <laughs> relating to the baby's gender. Violent displays of action sounds you ever, really you ever think You think about it, though, like, they're never, like, subtle. It's always, like, a violent, like, I'm going to beat this thing until it bursts like a color. A, it's like an egg f- that you hit with a baseball bat. Exactly. Well, you can't you can't just, like, slowly pull up a curtain and have, a, like, a blue bottle stand. And there has to be, like, What a- about, like, an eyedropper into water and it's a spindle of... Blue. <laughs> That's a sexy. You know your that fucking gonna wife. Be a wizard. Yeah. So, um, but like every plan, sometimes things don't go as well as planned. Uh, numerous videos of these box pinatas falling and uh, hitting people in the head because it was supposed to open. Uh, missed punts leaving kickers on their ass. And uh, oh. soon-to-be fathers hitting the mother of his unborn child in the face in the follow through of a baseball bat swing no and minnesota vikings quarterback um you guys know who that is right minnesota vikings quarterback yeah that's troy aikman baby <laughs> <laughs> i got really nervous i'm like come on kyle you know this you're live um i don't know who the quarterback for uh, i didn't even know minnesota vikings were a football team <laughs> until two seconds ago cole pepper cole pepper <laughs> Adrian Peterson. I think it's Cole Pepper. Cole Pepper. Adrian Cole Peterson. Pepper. Adrian Peterson did a flea flicker. <laughs> yeah. I honestly do think it's no, Cole Pepper. Who's, so the, correct me who's the quarterback? Come on. It is that fourteen-year-old Kirk Cousins. Fourteen-year-old. Um, he he just looks like a child. Oh, he he plays tiny. football like a child. But he's a go. He's a he's a BM. Yeah. Let the kid play. <laughs> but what I was gonna say was that uh, you could be Kirk Cousins, a NFL quarterback, almost missing a three-foot throw because he did him and his wife did one he tried to throw like a football to explode and almost missed like the small backdrop that he was saying right next to go pat go um so for the most part uh these all seem funny stories with like not too big of repercussions except for that one that got drilled his wife in the head with a baseball bat that one looked (laughs) bad that's a bad um well when it comes to the the dickies this story will not have such a funny ending oh Dennis Dickey decided to one-up all these silly backyard barbecue gender reveals with a bang. Oh, no. And he found a company named uh, Tannerite, and it's a brand of an explosive powder. The Tannerite, being the genuses they are, 
uh, sell a $85 package that offers, and I quote, everything you need for a gender reveal. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so, All the dynamite uh, you'll ever need for a gender reveal. So the Tenrite package contains a highly explosive substance that, when shot with a high-velocity round from a firearm, will explode in the desired color between pink and blue to reveal the gender of your child. I feel like you shouldn't assume. I always do a, like, green powder. Just in case he wants to come out as a swamp monster. <laughs> well, like all explosives, um, there are some places to do them. Like inside of a beached whale, for instance. Oh, yeah, you're right. Unfortunately, unfortunately for the Dickies and company, they picked just about the dumbest fucking place you could imagine to film their celebration. Light bulb factory. Worse. <laughs> uh, the tiger pit at the goddamn zoo. <laughs> That's a good place. They don't like them explosions. <laughs> so a 49-second video was released to the public, which shows a massive plot of land with, you know, a lot of green in the background. But the most noticeable thing, aside from the target, is the ground covered in dead, dry, foot-high plants. Ooh, he went for the dead field. This wasn't in Arizona. I don't, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that, but this is Arizona. It was in Zona. The Zona Desert. Mm-hmm. So the black rectangular box sat uh, on top of three bales of hay in silver Those red. aren't flammable either. No, not good. at all. <laughs> yeah. So it, sat, it had a silver writing that said boy and girl on each side of a purple and white checkered box. Okay. I don't know about you guys. But I've played my fair share of video games, and I would consider myself quite the weapons and explosives expert. I say that's fair. Yeah. I, I think I know my way around an animatronic uh, M60. I think you guys are both so good. We're brave. Yeah. We're heroes. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's very, very, very obvious to anybody who has enough intelligence to welcome a child into the world that um, they should have immediately said to themselves, hey, I think a cigarette butt would light this bitch up. Maybe mm-hmm. an explosive isn't the best idea. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. So uh, the uh, 37-year-old border patrolman loaded his rifle and fired, sending a massive explosion, which went from blue to orange, immediately engulfing the surrounding area in fire. And within seconds, the fire was huge. Oh, so it's a boy. <laughs> also, boy he, he's a border patrolman. We did. We you mentioned that in the beginning, but no, I, I said that that's what he did. Oh, okay. I thought you were just teasing no, no. us. Okay, no, no. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I'm pretty sure most border controlmen. Um, border control now. He's border patrol or border controlman. He's all of it. He's he's also a fireman. <laughs> And there's one thing I know about firemen. I love to watch them fall into the fires. But you know, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not positive, but I would expect that people on border control, patrol control. Yes. It's the same fucking thing. I would assume that they have firearm, um, like education, like they're all certified to carry weapons. And I think they would have like training of like well, when he, he does, he just doesn't know how to, he doesn't do fire training. He's not good with fireworks. Well, or you explosives. Think he, yeah. But you would, you would assume when you see this, you'd be like, Hey, maybe this isn't a great Dude, idea. This is like a 35 year old man planking in like a park. Are you, I, like, I are said you... that was a joke. Oh, Oh, I didn't know that. I thought this guy was 
Let's pretend like he's doing this, which is, <laughs> makes a lot of sense to us, you know? So, uh, in the video, you can hear the collective silence of multiple bystanders saying, oh, shit to themselves in their head. Uh, it's just dead silent as this thing is just, like, on <laughs> fire. And, no one cheered. Yeah, and two individuals walk in the frame and try to stomp out the massive fire, and then a voice chimes in saying, start packing up, start packing up. So, uh... <laughs> We can all make jokes about how stupid this this idea is and the people behind it are, but luckily uh, Dennis Dickey was responsible enough to immediately call and report the fire. I hope. And uh, he would end up pleading guilty and owning up to his mistakes instead of just pretending it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, before the fires ended, which were called uh, the Sawmill Fire, uh, it had burned over 47,000 acres and would cost eight point two million dollars. Oh my god! To extinguish, with the help of about eight hundred firefighters risking their lives to contain the blaze. I was kind of expecting <laughs> the the fire not to be called the sawmill fire, but maybe the it's a boy fire. <laughs> it's it's a boy a fire. Bob had a baby. It's a boy <laughs> fire. Remember that one? Oh remember, yeah. Remember that good commercial? Great one. It's a good one. So uh, the fire moved quick due to the uh, 40 mile per hour winds and the area being a red flag warning zone due to the conditions of the area being ideal for woodland fires and <laughs> rapid spread. But yeah, let's blow this thing up, huh? Um, Dickey was held responsible for the $8.2 million in uh, restitution, but under his plea deal, he agreed to pay $100,000 when he was sentenced and another $120,000 in monthly installments of $500 for the next 20 years. $120,000 is what he got stuck with. No, I think I believe it's a total of 220,000. Oh, okay, instead of 8.2 million. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh but damn, talk about like He I also mean, got 5 years of probation. Which but, is yeah. not bad, I no. guess, cuz he's not like a he's not a criminal, he's like a border he's patrol like an guy, officer, but, basically. But but fuck, that sucks. Just think about like that gender reveal like ending up with like Two thousand dollars. Imagine being born that baby. Do you say twenty thousand, two hundred thousand dollars on the drain? Two hundred twenty thousand. Oh my god, that would suck so much. Yeah, babies aren't. I would hate that kid. (laughs) He didn't do anything. So uh, Dickie said, and I quote: "It was a complete accident. I feel absolutely horrible about it. It was probably one of the worst days of my life." (laughs) Besides. The birth of the child. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this baby. I'm reminded about you. I hate you. So, <laughs> so before you decide to announce the gender of your baby, please, please, please put your explosives on a kayak and float it out in some water before you do the big boom boom after your big bedroom boom boom. Okay, so you want a like a Viking boom boom. You know like when they put yeah. the dead guy in the in the canoe and they and they shoot him out towards the middle of the lake and then shoot a flaming arrow at him. That's my whole thing. If you're going to blow something up with fire just like put it in the lake. Just yeah. boom boom poop. <laughs> boom for some people. Boom boom is sex, bedroom, but sometimes boom, sometimes it's boom. Sometimes they're one the same. Oh, I always oh. just poop in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm a bed sweater, wetter and pooper. That's who I am. Just a BEM. I'm losing with a, with a I'm losing a boy. fortune on mattresses a year. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway, well, I think uh, I think those were our stories for today. So I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And uh, also, thank you, Kyle, for stopping by before you go to Borneo. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> Borneo? More like Horneo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we. Uh, if you guys want any more information, go to CampStrange.com. Uh, click any of the hyperlinks if you want to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you got. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to us. Um, same thing on Spotify or wherever else you're listening to it. Um, we got merch. If you want to go check that out, you could uh, see some mugs and some shirts. We got those. Um, also, if you want to send us one of your own scary stories, go to campstrangepodcast at gmail.com or click the contact tab on our website and send us over a spooky story or some interesting story that you got. We'll read it on, on the air. Um, Kyle, what else do we got i got i got nothing well <laughs> kyle's got, got nothing <laughs> kyle's got nothing david I've, what else do we got i've got some lingerie made out of licorice oh i got some chupacabra pasta salad is speaking of food kyle what do you got i got a Ball of gum covered in hair. Oh, what else we got? I got a, a lot of those gold necklaces with your name on them, but they're all the ones that were misspelt and sent back, so we got all them typos. Mm, we, I got lipstick that makes you the prettiest girl at the ball until your slipper falls off and everybody realizes your uncle. I got a couple shoes with a bunch of poppy paper on the bottom, so it goes... Pop, pop, pop click, when you click, walk. Clickety, clackety. <laughs> I click a clack a pop a top. I got a new <laughs> jazz album. I got ear piercings from Claire's. <laughs> I got a reverse mohawk that's just a divot <laughs> down the middle of my head. I got a bicycle with no wheels. I got a bull, bull, bowling ball with four finger holes. I got a salt shaker that's full of pepper, and I keep forgetting. <laughs> I got a gummy bear about the size of uh, Yugoslavia. <laughs> I got cheese whiz and a cantaloupe. I don't know. I got a slippery tires on my car, and I just slide, slide, slide. I got <laughs> a copper hound. We're done. We're done. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, copper hound. Yeah, so thank you, Slippery Tires. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks, David. David, do you have anything to say before we leave? Uh, don't forget to shine your copper hounds. And also, don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>